Thanks for tuning in to the Happiness Playbook, a podcast where we explore the why and how of happiness. I'm your host, Neil Hooper, and I just wanted to remind you that life is a team sport, so let's play together. What do martial arts, improv, and marriage counseling have in common? Find out today as we explore the play theory principle, accept and build. Let's kick things off with our highlight reel where we share some of the good things happening in the world. While it might not be breaking news, with today being September 11, it's only appropriate that we share some 9-11 related and uplifting news. It's a little known fact that there is a beautiful 9-11 memorial entitled The Teardrop that sits directly across from New York City in Bayonne, New Jersey, just on the other side of the Statue of Liberty. Yet we hear little to nothing about it. This absolutely beautiful 100-foot-tall monument was gifted to the people of the United States by the people of Russia in 2006 in memory of all those who lost their lives on that fateful day, September 11, 2001. You've got to go online and see a picture of the monument. It's absolutely beautiful. It appears to be a brick wall with a huge crack through the middle that forms and symbolizes the shape of the two towers. There is a giant suspended teardrop right in the middle, which signifies the tears of the entire world that day. It's humbling to think about all the lives lost that day and the impact it had on those who survived and witnessed it. What a beautiful and healing gesture from the people of Russia. We'll post a picture in the Facebook group so you can see the beautiful piece of art. But what a beautiful example of accepting a very tragic and hard situation and building a relationship off of that tragedy between two countries. For our team huddle today, let's read a few reviews. Our first review is from Sugared Rooster Lettuce. And yes, you did hear me correctly. He said, or she said, so great to have four simple principles that have changed my life discussed in depth. These amazing principles of truth really apply to my everyday life and hearing more about them helps me solidify their presence in my life. Thank you for the podcast that helps me sharpen my skill of happiness. Thank you, Sugar to Rooster Lettuce. Glad the principles are helping you level up. And I hope to see that username much more active on the internet moving forward. This next one is from the Ziegler family. Not sure if that's the Ziegler family, but I'm sure they're great people either way based on the review. They said, We spend so much time trying to figure out what can make us happy. This concept of play theory gives us the tools for practicing and achieving happiness. Thank you so much for that lovely review. And as always, if your life has been enhanced in any way by this podcast, we hope you'll take the time to drop us a review and share the love. Now, let's get into it. For today's show, we are going to discuss a very special principle, accept and build. What does it mean to accept and build? It means You validate and contribute to the thoughts and offers from those around you, but it really means you are an optimistic builder. It's what you do with the opportunities and the offers that life throws your way every day. 
Whether it's martial arts, improv, or marriage, the concept is the same. We accept what comes our way and add to it. A karate student accepts the energy of a punch directed at his head and redirects it into a defensible posture. An improviser accepts an offer by their scene partner to be a mad scientist, and so they describe their laboratory shuddering at the imagined thunder and lightning. In a healthy marriage, partners accept each other's ideas and feelings, which builds trust, unity, and well-being. This is the power of acceptance. It builds while rejection destroys. It's very evident when we are around someone who is a builder. They're positive. They validate you. They show interest in what you're saying. They ask great follow-up questions. These positive, tigger-like people are called builders. Let's reflect for a moment. I want you to ask yourself, how does it feel when you are around one of these builders, someone who accepts and builds all the offers that you throw their way? What's it like working in a group or on a team with a builder? And finally, how does it feel when you yourself embody this concept and principle and are in turn a builder yourself? There's no denying the positivity, the flow, the unity, and the creativity that takes place when you're surrounded or are yourself a builder and when you are accepting and building upon the ideas and offers of those around you. It's tangible. You can feel it. Now, we are also familiar with the opposite. Sometimes we find ourselves with a wrecker, right? This is someone who rejects and tears down other people and their ideas. Now, I want you to reflect for a minute with me and ask yourself the following questions. How does it feel being around a wrecker? What's it like being on a team with one of these negative Eeyore-like people? And finally, how does it feel when you yourself are the one who is tearing down the ideas of others around you? The truth is, it's no fun at all. You can also feel in a very tangible way when you are around a wrecker who is tearing down and being pessimistic. There's a great poem that really brings this concept home by Charles Franklin Benvagar. It's called A Builder or a Wrecker. As I watched them tear a building down, a gang of men in a busy town, with a ho-heave-ho and a lusty yell, they swung a beam and the side wall fell. I asked the foreman, are these men skilled? And the men you'd hire if you wanted to build? He gave a laugh and said, no, indeed. Just common labor is all I need. I can easily wreck in a day or two what builders have taken years to do. And I thought to myself as I went my way, which of these roles have I tried to play? Am I a builder who works with care, measuring life by rule and square? Am I shaping my work to a well-made plan, patiently doing the best I can? Or am I a wrecker who walks to town content with the labor of tearing down? Oh Lord, let my life and my labors be that which build for eternity. This is truly one of my favorite poems. It was originally published in 1967 in the Songs of the Free State Bards, compiled by Vincent Godfrey Burns. The truth is, it takes much more effort to build, especially when we're talking about people. 
Unfortunately, we're living in a culture where tearing down others is far too often the norm, where hateful comments masked by a screen are justified, and where rampant cancel culture seeks to silence rather than understand. It's not the easy choice being a builder, but it is ultimately the right one to build and lift and comfort and contribute. We want to be builders, and we want to embody this principle of accept and build in order to make the world a better place. Another great example of someone who does not accept and build is found in the classic Dr. Seuss book, The Zacks, where we find the north-going and south-going Zacks headlocked after colliding paths and not budging. After a lot of back and forth, we read, And I'll prove to you, yelled the south-going Zacks, that I can stand here in the prairie of Prax for 59 years, for I live by a rule that I learned as a boy back in south-going school. Never budge, that's my rule, never budge in the least, not an inch to the west, not an inch to the east, I'll stay here not budging, I can and I will, if it makes you and me and the whole world stand still. Well, of course the world didn't stand still, the world grew. In a couple of years, the new highway came through, and they built it right over those two stubborn Zacks and left them there standing unbudged in their tracks. Denial, rejection, saying no, these things all stop progress. And while we want to be builders, and we want to accept and validate, it's important to note that if there is a potentially harmful or just undesirable offer that comes our way, we can still embody this principle by validating and redirecting the offer. Doing this will ensure that we maintain relationships and still operate from a place of positivity and acceptance without taking on potentially harmful or undesirable offers. An example of this might be, Having a friend invite you to go out, but you're really tired. Rather than just saying no, you can accept the part of the offer you can, like the part where they want to be with you. Try saying something like, you know I love to hang out with you, and I can see that you want to do that. I'm not really feeling up to it right now, though. Are you interested in changing your plans or giving me a rain check for later in the week? Can you see how this is accepting and validating them and building your friendship? This is still a positive approach to these scenarios that is better than rejecting and tearing down the offer or the individual making it. Another note about acceptance is just accepting what is. Some things we can change and some things we can't. There is great wisdom in knowing the difference between the two. Then we know when to put up a fight for a needed change and when we need to accept the reality we are facing. Chris Clark and his wife Lisa are a great example of this. Before I go into this next story, I want to point out that the increasingly common improv principle of yes and and the play theory principle of accept and build are actually one and the same. So for those thespians and improvisational people out there, Uh, We just wanted to give you a heads up. If this principle sounded familiar, that's because it is. We've rebranded the principle to make it more accessible and straightforward for those unfamiliar with applied improvisation, but know that they are, in fact, the same principle. 
In an article highlighting the Clark couple, we read, Things get weird fast on the hit series show-offs. What makes it work is that Lisa and the rest of the cast adhere religiously to the first rule of improv. Whatever comes, they say yes and. No one questions. No one goes, wait a minute, alligators? That's crazy talk. Whatever happens, they roll with it and make it hilarious. Alligators? Naturally. The yes and skills she picked up performing with the Garens comedy troupe as a BYU student have become a lifelong guiding philosophy. Your whole life is going to be doing improv and saying yes and, then freaking out later in the privacy of your own home, Lisa says. Life hands you a mess, sometimes alligators, and you go with it and turn it into something better. In March of 2016, life dropped a massive metaphorical gator on the Provo doorstep of Lisa and her husband, Christopher L. Clark, when Chris, then 43, was diagnosed with amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, better known as ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease. The progressive motor neuron disease slowly kills off the cells that control voluntary muscle movement. Robbing sufferers like Chris of the ability to drive a car or eat their favorite dinner or crack a joke or hug their kids. For years, Chris had been a fixture in the Utah theater scene, a beloved actor, director, and professor of theater at Utah Valley University. He's also, as Lisa puts it, the funniest person I know for sure. And I'm okay with that. I wanted to marry up, she says. In other words, he's also mastered this principle of yes and, or accept and build. So in the four plus years since Chris's diagnosis, that's been the Clark's approach. Take the alligator you didn't ask for and make it funny. In late 2018, for instance, ALS was starting to destroy Chris's ability to speak. He'd already been in a wheelchair for two years. His hands could no longer play the piano or hold a pencil. But now, as the muscles in his mouth and jaw began to fail, Chris's words emerged garbled and slurred. It was horrible and awful and terrifying. But at the moment, his voice was also kind of, well, funny. Wow, how do you say yes and to that? Naturally, you film a black and white homage to the famous scene from Mel Brooks' comedy classic, Young Frankenstein. In the video on Chris's Instagram, at Topher underscore Clark, his cousin Ryan Simmons as the dapper doctor sings, sings, if you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you go where fashion sits? I'm not going to sing that one. I could feel it. I was wanting to, but I, I, I'm not going to do that to you. Ryan pauses and Chris, made up like Frankenstein with scars and bolts, finishes the line, putting on the Ritz. It leaves his throat in a half growl, half moan. Chris goes on to tap dance, Ryan moving his feet, and recoils at a flame from a lighter, just as the movie monster did. Watching the video, you're simultaneously laughing and wondering if you should. Can an illness that strips a person of his physical abilities, locking him in his own body, possibly be funny? Chris thinks so. By the last chorus, it takes him a full eight seconds to get out the final putting on the Ritz through his laughter. In the caption for the video titled Putting on the Chris on Instagram, he writes, ALS has taken many things away from me, but one thing it's given me is the ability to play an incredibly convincing Frankenstein. 
Sometimes life throws us alligators and we have to accept, validate, and say yes to them in order to build upon them and make meaningful progress forward. When we are struck with tragedy and hardship that goes beyond our perceived capacity to understand, we've got to accept and build upon the situation and offer from life in order to maintain control of our destiny and well-being. As we ground ourselves in the present and let go of the past, we are able to accept what tomorrow is offering and build upon it in beautiful ways. Another person who so beautifully captures the principle of accept and build was the one and only Fred Rogers. Listen to this clip from an interview he gave where he highlights the power of being a graceful receiver. Because I see that people who, who are not the fancy people in this world are the ones who seem to nourish my soul. And I want to learn how to be the best receiver that I can ever be because I think graceful receiving is one of the most wonderful gifts we can give anybody. If we receive what somebody gives us in a graceful way, we've given that person, I think, a wonderful gift. Being a graceful receiver is a beautiful way to articulate the concept of accept and build. So many times we deny others the opportunity to serve us because we feel our ego come into play or we can't humble ourselves enough to be able to receive kind gestures from others. But if we can embody, accept, and build and not only allow them to serve us, but to receive gracefully that service or any gift that is given to us, that is a very tangible way to make the world a better place and to boost your overall well-being and happiness. There have been several times in my life where this principle of accept and build have really rescued me. The first example that comes to mind is uh, when I dealt with a very hard personal tragedy. And it was actually a combination of a few major life events um, colliding at one time. I was in a committed relationship uh, engagement, actually. And although I was very excited and moving forward at one time, I began realizing that it was not the right move for either of us. So I made the incredibly difficult decision to call off a wedding. Around the same time, just weeks later, I found out that my mom was diagnosed with stage four cancer and actually passed away several months after that. Alongside these two uh, earth-shattering events, I had also just started uh, my first real job at a business college in Salt Lake City. And I was given some huge projects uh, right when I started. So to have all of these things going on at the same time was very challenging, incredibly challenging, and really brought me to my knees. One night, I just drove into the night uh, here in Salt Lake City. I drove out to the Salt Flats, and the moon was shining down on the Salt Flats. I was the only person in sight for miles, and I just had a one-on-one -on -one with God. And I brought before him the situation, and I realized in that moment 
I had a decision to make. I could either accept the scenario for what it was and then build on it, or I could deny, reject, and say no to the situation, which was very tempting. I'm so grateful to this day that I made the hard decision with a lot of counseling, guidance, and strength to look out and up rather than down and in. That is what's so beautiful about accept and build. The essence of life is taking these curveballs that we get thrown in life, accepting them, embracing them, and building to the best of our ability upon those offers. No great accomplishment was ever achieved by denying, rejecting, or turning down an offer. It's hard. It's not easy. It's a muscle. And we've got to practice accepting and building. We've got to tap into that optimism and really become the builders that we know we need to in order to make the world a better place. Now, just like every week, we want to share a pro tip to apply the principle of accept and build. So this week, I want you to practice saying the word yes in your daily conversations where you would normally be tempted to say no. Remember that this does not mean you are literally accepting every offer, but rather that you are accepting the person and validating them. Practice saying the word yes, then add more to whatever part of the statement you can agree with. In the U.S. right now, with all of the election discussions going on, you might consider saying something like this when the topic comes up with someone you disagree with. Yes, the election is very important, and I'm confident we both want the best scenario for everyone involved. Note that you don't have to agree on which scenario. Validate. Be a builder this week. Parents, those who are in relationships, take this opportunity to really fortify those relationships. Default to yes. Be a builder. Be optimistic. As always, we want to hear from you, our listeners. If you have a story, an idea, or feedback, head over to playtheory.org and send us a note on the contact page. If we've benefited your life in any way, we hope you'll look outward and send us some love and leave a five-star review on iTunes. It helps us so much with the algorithms and the reach. We're continuing to build and grow our community online and want you to be a part of it. So make sure you head over to our Facebook page and join the conversation. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Happiness Playbook brought to you by Play Theory. It was my pleasure doing a deep dive into accept and build with you today. This week, let's be optimistic. Let's validate those around us Let's accept and build on the offers that we are given each day. And as always, remember that life is a team sport. Catch you next week.